Yo, 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 what's poppin'? It's your girl Malia, and you're listening to Young and Opinionated. We're back. We're grinding every Thursday. Tap in. There's gonna be a new podcast because we grind in. Okay? I hope y'all enjoyed last week's. If you didn't get the chance to tune into last week's podcast, we had my boyfriend Jamal on, first guest. We was talking relationships, and we really got down and deep with it, so make sure you tap into that. This week, we're not holding back. This week we're talking about something that really changed my life and something that's helped me go for everything I wanted in this world. And so we're going straight into it. Let's go. This week we're talking about the simple art of not giving a fuck. And this is going to be an explicit episode because when it comes to your dreams, your aspirations, things you want for yourself, there's no holding back. There's no limiting yourself because you got to go for it because no one else wants it the way you want it. Okay. That's on period. I'm going to talk on my situation and what made me really feel this, but it applies to however, whatever you're going through, you can apply it. If you talking about you're scared to go to the gym because you're worried about what people are thinking, this applies to you. If you're scared to post on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, because you're worried of others' opinions, this is for you. If you're scared of dropping your clothing line, dropping your jewelry line, dropping whatever because of others' opinions, this applies to you. If you're scared to go to a college that is different than everybody else or make a decision that's kind of off the beaten path, this is for you. It takes a lot to do what's best for you. It really does because it's easy to make everyone happy. But if you're not happy, you're the one that has to wake up with the decisions made every single day. So you need to be the one waking up happy. And that's where this all comes into play. Now, like I said, I was going to talk about my journey. I wanted to do social media my whole life. I've watched social media grow. I feel like for me in the social media world, there's been eras, right? There's been generations of influencers, And I feel like I started watching YouTube right when YouTube really started. And so that was that first generation. And then there was a second generation. And then there's going to be a third generation. But I feel like I'm in that second generation. Maybe third for YouTube because YouTube has been around for a while. But we're kind of seeing those waves of popularity. YouTube got big. If you were big on YouTube, you had a lot of Instagram followers, so on and so forth. If you have a lot of Instagram followers, hopefully you can bring them on TikTok. TikTok's the new wave. You feel me? You Things keep evolving, so you have to evolve with things. And because I watched more YouTube growing up than TV, I looked up to these people. I looked up to this. I didn't know it was obtainable. It seemed so out of reach. It's like, okay, who grows up and says they're going to be a YouTuber? What? You're a weirdo. Who's going to post their low-quality video? You have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. So it's like, oh, people are going to make fun of me because this dumb video I'm going to put out. But you have to start somewhere and you have to be consistent. Even if you're talking about TikTok right now and you want to get on TikTok, post every draft you have. If you have a draft, post it. That's your start right there. I'm sure you already have a draft somewhere in there of you acting goofy with your friends. You doing that dream content that you want to make, but you're scared to post it. Just post it. It's a start. It's a start. And if it doesn't send you off into rocket space and now you're super duper popular, It's a start and it gives you traction to stay consistent. It keeps you working towards your next thing. I didn't feel like being a YouTuber was obtainable because the people that were doing it when I was watching it 
weren't doing it for the money. They didn't understand the opportunity that, that were, they were starting, the era that was about to begin. And then you start noticing other people hop on the YouTube bandwagon once they realize that you can make money from YouTube. And then I'm still looking there like, okay, I love watching this stuff and I make it in my room and I've made videos before, I've posted videos before, but that doesn't really mean anything. They got so many likes, so many views, whatever. It's not a real thing. And then you start seeing the popularity of, oh, this person blew up, this person blew up, this person blew up. And it starts to look a little bit more obtainable, right? I was so worried about other people's opinions that I was scared to do what I wanted to do. It started when I first started my first YouTube channel. And I was 12 or 13, the age you are in seventh grade. And the first video I ever put out was trying baby lips and I got all the at that point like for Christmas or something I got the baby lips collection if you know you know and I had like all the flavors and I tried it on and I wiped it off and I tried it on and I wiped it off and I tried on another one and I wiped it off and the little rag I was using to wipe it off dirty I was using an iPod touch front camera not editing if I had any clips in there that I didn't want in there and they were going up regardless and I was just posting the video I literally put on like lip lip gloss collection or whatever and I remember the next day I came to school and at this point I didn't even have Instagram. I didn't have Snapchat so I really don't know how people really heard about it besides like me telling my friends or showing my friends or something but once word got out people were starting to make fun of me like do you see what Malia's doing? Like who does she think is watching that? Da, 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 da. That dirty rag like oh my god Malia da 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 like I you're you're so moldable at that age that I heard everyone's opinions and I posted like three maybe four more videos and I couldn't take any more. At that point I started posting videos and I wasn't telling anyone. I messed up the first time by telling people and I that's still something I stand by. Don't tell people your next move. If you have a real close circle that you know you can trust, maybe. And I wouldn't even tell the whole circle. Find your one person if you really feel like you need to vent. But don't tell people your next move. That is lesson number one of the simple art of not giving a fuck, okay? Lesson two, or moving on, I stopped telling people. And I was posting, but because they already knew, they already knew, and they were watching. And then I got, like, my first hate comment from someone that I didn't know if I knew or not because it wasn't a username that was out there I deleted my whole channel nope deleted it I wish I would have privated it so that now I could look back but now I just have the raw footage on a laptop that I need to find the charger for but I let people's opinions get to me and then time goes on and I start up a YouTube channel again I post two videos I realize how hard it is to keep up with the game because back when I was 12 it was real easy you didn't have to do a whole lot of edits you didn't have to be so cool to do it um, you just did it and hopes of getting some views and getting some traction. But then when I came back like years later, I think I was fresh out of high school. It's like, okay, now you got to have a little bit more substance. You have better lighting. You need to have better um, camera quality. And I tried again. I think I posted like two, three videos. And then I took it down because, again, like people's opinions, like even the subtlest opinion would just get in my brain. And I've never shared this on the Internet but the next time around, I w had a friend who she got discovered, we will say that, and she got put into the social media world very fast. She had a quick blow up, 
because of the people she knew and the people that were putting her on. And that was the first time I was able to kind of see firsthand like what goes down and how to navigate the YouTube world. I could give, I could, I couldn't care about Instagram. I didn't care about Snapchat. YouTube, I wanted video content. I want to talk into the camera. I don't care if a picture looks great. I wanted to talk and share what I had to say. Hence, young and opinionated. I have a lot to say. And so I was getting to see it firsthand. She was learning the ropes and she was kind of teaching me the ropes as she learned the technical side, but she did not watch YouTube. She did not understand YouTube um, to the level that I did because I'd been watching it for so long. So now I was kind of explaining to her like, oh, like when I say I'm watching YouTube all day, these are the types of videos I'd be watching. And so we were kind of like learning from each other, just like not nothing major. There was no school, there was no class in session, but we were kind of learning from each other. It was the first time I was able to see firsthand that like going at something, one being consistent at something and just to see that that world was attainable. Like being a singer, being an actress, it's hard, but it's obtainable. Like this is the process that you go through to get there, you know? You audition, you audition, you audition, and one day you land a part. I wasn't really sure how to like really get going. Like, is it just consistency? Do you have to know someone? Is like, how do you just start? And through her, I got to kind of see how that process went at an accelerated rate, but I got to see it. And it was like, I want to do this. Like, I still want to do this. And now having the understanding of editing and good quality, and now I have a nice iPhone, let me get back in doing it. And I did it and I messed up. This was my biggest mistake. I asked someone for their opinion after someone's opinion, anyone's opinion had such a negative reaction on me and stopped me from going after things that I wanted no matter what. I went out of my way to ask for someone's opinion. And I said, hey, if I were to make YouTube videos, how would that make you feel? Well, of course, everyone wants to have their own thing and not everyone doing the same thing or whatever, even though we can all eat. There's enough room on this Internet, this world wide web. That is what it is. Everyone in the world has access to the Internet for the most part. You know, Okay, I'm not crazy, but like it's it's not just the people in your hometown that you have to win over. It's if you know people that follow you, it's not going to make them not follow me. You get what I'm saying, right? It's so big. Everyone can have, everyone can eat in this industry. And I went out of my way and I asked the opinion and she didn't like it. She didn't want me on YouTube. She wanted it to be her thing. And I respectfully understood where she was coming from. Regardless if it hurt my feelings or not, regardless if I still wanted it just as bad, I stepped back and I didn't do YouTube for another whole year. And then TikTok TikTok starts coming around. And at this point, everyone's in quarantine. Everyone's in the house. No one knows what else to do besides scroll mindlessly on TikTok. I jump on TikTok. I make some videos. It reminds me of my love for video creation, just talking to a camera, doing whatever in the camera. I'm an attention whore. I want that attention. And so I started loving it. 
and it inspired me to get back on YouTube and I got back on YouTube and I explained to her hey you've had your time it's been like two years I'm jumping on it I'm doing my thing and ultimately me going after what I wanted ended a friendship ended it it was done she couldn't support me after I had supported her and it's hard to watch your friend get everything you want but I never once made it like that like it was like you're doing it like this is so good like go for it this will open so many more doors for you I understood how far she could grow in it before she could really understand that and I was supportive of it but I wasn't getting that back and at this point I knew what I wanted I was very strong I was very independent and I was going to go for it no matter what anyone else said I was tired of asking for opinions asking for permission and I was done and when I tell you that when I stopped looking for others' opinions, acceptance, any of that from anyone else, it took off for me. I did what I want without a thought in the world, without a care in the world for what anyone would think. Realistically, realistically, when I look at who views or likes what I post on the internet, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, probably... Eight to 10% are people that I know. (laughs) It's crazy because when I go on my timeline and I'm seeing people that I went to middle school, elementary school, high school, college with, and they make these big moves in life, I'm over here clapping them on, cheering them on, congratulating them, going out of my way, liking, commenting, resharing. And I go and I look and they're not even following me. So why are you stopping yourself from doing what you could be doing, what you want to be doing for the people that you know's opinions of you. They're not even going to be the ones watching. They're not going to be the ones caring. They're not going to be the ones rooting you on, no matter how big, how great you get. There might be the few, you know, that are trying to mooch or whatever, but majority aren't going to be there. They're not going to be watching. And that's when I just like fully started to realize once I saw that it wasn't the people I knew cheering me on like oh girl you're gonna make it one day at this point the people that were watching were people I didn't know who just enjoyed my presence and wanted to see that's when I was like oh my gosh I've been doing it for the wrong people like I was once I committed to it I was doing it for me but the opinion the opinions that I was worried about weren't even there they stopped watching, which is good. You don't need people watching who's not who aren't going to support you. But it's like all these years I wasn't doing it because of person A, person B, and person C. When at the end of the day when I'm doing it and I'm doing it hard and I'm going for it, person A, B, and C's view and opinion don't matter. Just think about that. It's not going to be your next door neighbor Billy or little Freddie that you know that's going to keep you going is really going to be the soul that your content touched in Mississippi, in Connecticut, in Virginia. When they reach out to you and say, I was going through a hard time, but I watched what you did on TikTok and I watch your videos on TikTok and your positivity and it just lights up my day. That's the people you're doing it for. The people that want to tune in and watch you and listen to you. And this goes for whatever you're doing. This one is very specific to social media, but you can turn it around. It can be as little as for the long time, for a long time. It took me a while to get in the gym. I had been in the gym um, straight out of high school. I got a gym pass with my best friend and we were in there for a year 
and a half of straight consistency. I mean, because that was our way of seeing each other because we went to do two different colleges, we were in there four or five, six times a week, two times a day sometimes just because we wanted to see each other. And then we were also getting our fitness journey on. We were liking our results. And then when I fell off because of COVID and I wanted to come back, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to go to the gym because people are going to look at my outfit and be like, girl, why aren't you an athlete? Why aren't you in Gymshark? You know? And then I was worried about like, what if I have the wrong form? What if I'm doing the exercise wrong? What if I fall off the Stairmaster? Ain't nobody watching and they're not going to get to benefit from your results. You going to the gym is going to benefit you, not them. (laughs) So do it for you. You got to do it for you. These other people's opinions don't matter. Don't give a fuck. Growing up, I never, ever, 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 ever cussed in front of my parents. So if either one of them were watching, my grandparents, my aunties, my uncles, they're probably screaming and falling back in their chairs right now. But when it comes to you, I stand behind the fact that you need to be passionate. You cannot hold back. The second you let go of those restraints, those opinions that are holding you back, just you will float like a butterfly. You feel me? You will come out of your cocoon. Now, I have a 17-year-old little sister and sometimes there'll be times that I want to make content with her, right? And I've gotten to a place where if I go to Target, CVS, the mall, dinner, and I look crazy, like I don't care. In my head, wherever I go, I'm like, what are the chances I see these people ever again? <laughs> now, you probably should just to impress and dress to make yourself feel good because I do believe in that. I do believe in when you look good, you feel good. But at the same time, if you just have that confidence and just being yourself no makeup messy hair and some sweats and you still carry yourself with that confidence you'll still exude that confidence and you'll still feel good but that took a long time to get there at 17 years old I wasn't acting like that I was very worried I was like no I don't look good we're not taking a family picture right now so I totally understand where she's coming from but there'll be times where I want to make content with her and she's like no my hair no my outfit oh the lighting And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it's not a big deal. Like, no one, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, why do you care about these people's opinions? And I look at myself and I'm like, if you follow me on Instagram and you've been following my aloe vera journey, first thing in the morning, I wake up and I go downstairs and I take a shot of aloe vera juice because it's really good for digestion. It's really good for your skin. And if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I'm going to forget. And I record myself and I document it and I look crazy and I literally could care less couldn't care less. I always say that phrase wrong. I couldn't care less. I don't care because those opinions don't have any power over me anymore. And it took a long time. It took a long time, but they don't. And the day you just choose to not care, because I don't, I don't have any way else of explaining it except taking the time, seeing what I wanted in life and realizing that what anyone else thought didn't matter. They weren't going to have to wake up with the decisions that were made and have to live the life that I was going to have to live if I made this decision. This also kicked in for me when I graduated college in May 2020, class 2020, Cal State Fullerton alumni, shout out, go Titans. Um, I graduated. I gave myself the summer. I said, I'm not going to stress over looking for a job. School is stressful enough. I'm going to live it up for a bit. You know, I was 22, fresh out of potential pandemic I'm like I'm gonna live my life I'm not worried about this I have my waitress and bartending job that pays the bills I have right now we're gonna stick with that 
I said, by August, I'd start looking for a job. Gave myself June and July. Start looking in August. And right when I was like, dang, I thought I had a good looking resume. And I wasn't getting any calls. Right when I was like, okay, I might wait a little bit longer. I got an interview and I got the job. And I got like a very good position. I got the position I wanted. I got a job in social media. I didn't really have anyone over me kind of controlling the way the social media went. It was just kind of like my free creativity. And I was like, I'm going to take this job. I took it. And then (laughs) I gave it a month. I gave it a month. Going in every day and sitting under fluorescent lighting, looking at a screen, working eight hours, especially because of social media, towards building somebody else's dream out. I worked for a small business, so every day I would see the owner, and he's just living his best life. He's driving in his nice car, nice shoes, nice watch, happy to be here, looking at all of us working for him, staying after hours to make sure this would go perfect for him. Eight hours, nine hours a day, working towards somebody else's dream was killing me, (laughs) because I was like, if I would have just taken those two months of summer that I gave myself... Instead of just chilling on the couch, watching TV and resting because school was so stressful. If I had just taken two months, eight hours a day towards my dream, where could I be right now? And that's how I started looking at life. If I can work eight hours towards somebody else's dreams, I can work eight hours towards mine. I quit that job. And within a month, I'd dramatically grown on social media because that's what I was going after. I was going after social media. I was like, it's time to lock in and do this. Specifically TikTok. um, Now I'm kind of like experimenting with all platforms again. I'm back on YouTube. I'm more active on Instagram. But for a while, I was just focusing on TikTok. And I said, if I gave this my all, what could happen? And I gave my all and I just watched it grow and grow and grow. And because it was genuine, it was passionate, it was working. If it was forced and too thought out, I don't know what would have happened. If it wasn't something I really loved and wanted to do, I couldn't have been as consistent with it. I was posting five to ten times per day without missing a day on social media. Not every video was going to be perfectly entertaining. Some videos were just for the people that really wanted to see me and wanted to see what I was up to, but others could care less. Couldn't care less. But at the end of the day, I knew that consistency would pay off, and it did. And I was worried about all the opinions in my family because when I tell you, when I told them that I landed my big girl job after graduating, within two months, three months of graduating, I landed a job and I was kind of like the head position and I landed it in my degree, in the position that I wanted. They were all like, oh my God, Molly, I'm so proud of you. Like you are the golden child. And I'm like, yes, I am. I know. Thank you. When I had to look them all in the eye and say, oh no, I'm quitting. I'm leaving this. I will no longer have a stable job. I don't know when income will happen. This is not going to pay any of my bills yet. I don't even know when it will start to pay my bills. That's what I was having to say. But I'm not going to keep going to this job anymore and I'm going to focus on me. My mom looked at me and this this woman has always supported me. My whole life this woman has supported me. She was like, okay, pray on it. <laughs> She's like, I don't really see your vision. I don't understand the social media side. But if you believe in you, I believe in you. And that's all I needed. If you believe in you, I believe in you. And I was like, all right, I believe in me. Let's do it. 
but I was nervous about those opinions. In my family line, in my family tree, I come from a lot of, what are they called when you graduate top of your class? Valedictorian? I come from a whole lot of those. I think I have like five in my family. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) They all are lawyers and doctors and I'm like, I'm the TikToker in the family. I was nervous about all those outside opinions. And I was like, you know what? I kind of already put an opinion when I pictured saying stuff to certain people, I already put that opinion in my head of what they were going to say. And I already gave my response. I'm a preview wrong. You'll see. You'll see. Like, I got this. That was just my attitude going into it. And having that, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to show you all attitude. Even though I really didn't truly have any haters at this point in my life. No one just really understood what I was doing. It worked for me. It lit the fire under myself. And I was just doing it for me. I was having a blast. I was doing it for me, going after what I wanted, and now I'm getting to reap some of the benefits. Six, eight months later. At the end of the day, I just wanted to share my story because the more I hear other people's stories like this, it's just really inspiring to me. And I want to be an open canvas and open book for anyone to hear and find some inspiration. And all I can say is don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Go after what you want. Post the Instagram picture. Don't text your friends and say, which one do I look best in? Because not all your friends are being honest. Sometimes your friends are lying to you and they're telling you to put the ugly one first. Okay, I'm going to be the cool best friend, the real best friend that tells you that. Your friends aren't always being honest. Sometimes they're just setting you up. I'm just telling you, like, I know you could be saying like, okay, well, you just don't have a cool group of friends. You could be right. But I'm going to still say Pick the picture that you like the most. Why are you letting other people dictate? Which picture do you like? That's your first picture. Oh, I don't know if I should post this story or I don't know if I should post this. Post it. Post it. That's what I'm ending on. Post it. (laughs) Okay. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, TikTok, and we will be back here on Young and Opinionated next Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tuning in. Malia out.